Annie, that witch next door, and welcome to Moonday Musings, a mini astrocast every Monday where we take inspiration and dive into the upcoming energy of the cosmos. Well, hey neighbor, happy Monday, happy Moonday. Welcome to another episode of Moonday Musings. I'm Danny. I'm that witch next door, and I will be your cosmic guide for the week. This week, we are looking at December 5th, uh, today through Sunday, December 11th. And if you're like me, I am still baffled that it is December. But uh, nonetheless, it is, in fact, December. (laughs) I have to accept it. And uh, we have a full moon in Gemini this week to talk about. Uh, Lots of goodies to, to get into today. So to start things off, let's go ahead and take a look at our moon scope for the week. So today we have the moon starting off in Taurus, and then tomorrow, December 6th, on Tuesday, the moon in the afternoon will move into, in the afternoon, mountain time, will move into Gemini. Full moon exact is going to be on Wednesday the 7th. We'll get into that in a bit. Then the moon will leave Gemini and enter Cancer on Friday the 9th. And finally, we're going to round out the week uh, in Leo. Yep. At the very tail end of Sunday afternoon, mountain time, the moon will, uh, move into Leo and we'll round out this week there. So we have some little juicy transits this week, some planets moving around, namely Mercury and Venus moving into Capricorn this week. So we have the very beginning stages of Capricorn energy beginning this week. And uh, we still have, let's see here, about two weeks left in Sagittarius season. So the sun will stay in Sagittarius for a little while longer here. We're going to start getting a taste for and feeling that uh, Capricornian energy starting this week with Mercury moving into the sign on Tuesday the 6th. That's going to be at 3.08 p.m. Mountain Time. And then on Friday, on Venus's day, uh, the 9th, Venus will move into Capricorn at 8.54 p.m. Mountain Time on Friday. So I personally, I love Capricorn energy, just right off the bat. Let me just put that out there. This is one I'm just very biased. This is just one of my favorite energies and one of my favorite signs for just about any and every placement I can think of, any planetary character. So I am a little biased when I talk about Capricorn energy because I simply favor it and love it so much. So if you have major Capricorn placements, hi, I love you. (laughs) Um, There's a lot of very, very welcome grounding and yet also very kind of elevated and overseeing energy in Capricorn. Even though we're kind of grounding in and rooting in, we still have this almost air-like quality, um, almost, where there is just a lot of cerebral intellectual action there. I, I honestly find Capricorn to be an extremely complex and nuanced energy and signs. So 
in general, especially as we move into and start getting a taste for more and more Capricorn energy, now is a wonderful time to be reviewing uh, what you already think you know about Capricorn and where can you look to or who can you learn from that you haven't already and learn Capricorn through their lens. That is a really, really great way to just kind of reintegrate assigns energy into your life if um because we tend to get so lost in the complexity of the complexities of astrology we leave the basics far 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 behind and sometimes one of the most beneficial things we can do is just go back and learn about a zodiac sign from a different astrologer or different website or app or whatever it is and again just kind of reintroduce ourselves to that energy through a different lens and a different scope now That is enough about Capricorn because we need to talk about this full moon in Gemini. Full moon exact this week is going to be on Wednesday, December 7th at 9.08 p.m. Mountain Time. This is going to be exact at 16 degrees. So the moon will be at 16 degrees of Gemini. The sun will be at 16 degrees of Sagittarius. And guess who else is joining the party? That would be Mars. Marsy Marsy is going to be joining this party because Mars retrograde in Gemini will also be at exactly 16 degrees. So this is right up in there. (laughs) Mars is is, there. So what does this mean? It means that our desires and drive and action are at the forefront of this full moon's themes. Um, I don't know about you, but I, some of the astrologers that I follow are already talking about how abundant and lucky and uh, fortuitous this full moon in Gemini is going to be for many, many reasons. One being Jupiter is stationed direct and will be at 29 degrees of its home sign Pisces. Jupiter rules Sagittarius, Sagittarius, which is where (laughs) the sun will be. Can you tell all this Gemini energy just has me like speed talking? Um, So this Jupiter in one of its home sign of Pisces, which also rules over Sagittarius, which is where the sun will be forming this full moon. This is a nice indicator that our expansion and our visions of growth can really be on point if we want to let it, okay? Now, I will say this, because we're on the Gemini-Sagittarius axis, because Jupiter is a key player here, the mental realms, the mental landscape, and most specifically our our perspectives are going to be really, really key during this full moon. You know the phrase that we are probably desensitized to by now, quite honestly, you can do anything you set your mind to? That's kind of the theme for this full moon particularly because we are conjunct Mars retrograde and Gemini here. I really think reflecting on that phrase, you can do anything you set your mind to. What does that mean for you? What 
more specifically, what did that used to mean for you and how has it transformed over the years? I don't know if you're like me, but the way this particular life incarnation for me, the way that I connected to that phrase, you know, it started out really optimistic and, you know, relatively sure of the truth of that phrase. I can do anything I set my mind to. And then that definitely transformed and transitioned into a phase and stage of jadedness. And quite honestly, close-mindedness on my part. And I think that we have to go through that. I think that we have to go through the optimism all the way to the pessimism. And then I think we kind of find from that our capabilities, our potential. And more often than not, it surprises us. It's so much grander than we ever imagined for ourselves before. But here's the thing. If you don't imagine it in the first place, if you don't think about your potential and what that is, how it's grown and expanded and how it's going to continue to do so, then will it? Because our potential resides so much in our perception of ourselves and the world around us, if we never bring any of our mental awareness to our capacities, capabilities, our potential, are we actually opening ourselves up to the opportunity that we are so, so strongly desiring, that we so, we, we think we so surely are seeking? But when we frame things so much that it's out there, it's out there, it's out there. And we never, ever, ever reflect on where it's coming from in here, where it starts from in here. Then I don't know that you can really actually access your potential. I am pretty comfortable saying this. I don't know that we can access it if we literally never bring awareness to it. And so this is what I want you to do. I want you to bring awareness to this. I want you to think about it in this particular life incarnation, on this particular journey. What have you learned about your potential? What have you learned about your capacities? what you can handle, what you don't, what you straight up don't want to handle. The, the, the times that you thought you were completely limited and it didn't end up being that way and you did push through and grow and expand on the other time, on the other side. I want you to think about these things. I want this to be a very prominent part of your mental landscape. And the reason is because I think it'll put you in a place of strength and empowerment. And I think that that is a very, very good place to be in for this Gemini full moon. You know, with these planets moving into Capricorn, 
these first couple planets, Mercury and Venus, starting our our early Capricorn journey while we're at the end of the of the Sagittarius journey in the sun still. I really, whenever I think about the Sagittarius Capricorn transition, this message is what always comes through so strongly for me, at least the last couple of years. What we've learned into what we build. This is the nature of the transition from Sagittarius into Capricorn, from the philosopher into the sage, from the sage into the builder. And I really think that if you let yourself reflect back a little bit on these things for your life, your potential, your capacities, how far you've come, especially during those times that you thought you couldn't. I think that not only is it going to put you in a place of gratitude, strength, and empowerment, I think it's going to help you see so much clearer ahead. When we talk about releasing at full moons, I think that this would be a great fucking time to release mental baggage and mental clutter that is doing nothing but taking up time, space, filler, and holding you back and clouding the vision. Those little fears and insecurities that, let's be honest, they're not serving you. You know the ones I'm talking about. We we know that they're they're just a bunch of tiny little micro thoughts that all build up and merge together to form big blockages for our potential and our capacities. What of those have you been carrying around that you are so so ready to let go of? I know that you've learned some shit already into this Sagittarius season because that's what Sagittarius season does. Maybe what you've learned has been about yourself. Maybe it's been about other people. Maybe it's been about the people you work with or the place you work at or the way you spend your money or the things that you buy with that money or the way that it's affecting you. Whatever it is, I know that some kind of illumination has been taking place for you because I know you went through that same Sagittarius new moon that I did. And it's been a beautiful learning journey this particular Sag season. So I want you to take that and I want you to ask yourself, what the fuck are you building with it? Because if you're listening to this podcast, if you're a witch, if you're an energy practitioner, if you're somebody who practices manifestation and and spiritual soul growth and personal development, this is a key part of the the whole gig, the whole heart of our lifestyle. This is the last full moon of this calendar year. Don't shy away from your manifestations. Honestly, don't shy away from yourself. Don't shy away from your values and don't shy away from your desires. This Mars retrograde will really have us reflecting on what the fuck we actually want. Not just here and in the moment, but I mean what we actually want. 
and and letting ourselves have it. That's what this Mars retrograde conjunct this full moon wants us to do. It doesn't just want us to reflect on these things to torture ourselves or bore ourselves. So we can actually let ourselves have what we want the most. So when you think about everything that you've learned this year and all that you want to take into next year, And all that you want to leave the fuck behind and not take with you. I want you to think about all these things as you look at your chart for this full moon, okay? Make sure you you look at this full moon. Um, You want to look at these key areas. So again, full moon exact for your transit chart that you pull up. Wednesday, December 7th at 9.08 p.m. Mountain Time. You can uh, translate that into your own personal time zone. Just know that the moon and the sun should be at 16 degrees. The moon should be at 16 degrees of Gemini and the sun should be at 16 degrees of Sagittarius when you pull up that chart so you could check it for accuracy. But the key areas you want to take a look at are obviously Gemini and Sagittarius areas in your chart but also the Virgo-Pisces axis because the Virgo-Pisces axis squares the Gemini-Sagittarius axis, which means that these placements are kind of affected the strongest or most prominently. Um, That's, I'm trying to find like sometimes the most accurate way of saying that because I just don't want to make it sound like the moon comes in and fucks up your life. (laughs) I want you to know that these are the areas of your life that are calling for the most attention during this full moon. Maybe that's the best way to say it. Um, One quote that came to me while I was preparing for the episode before we get to our card for today um, was from The Hood Witch on Instagram. And I'm sure most of you already follow The Hood Witch. She is amazing and has this huge, huge account and following. I've been following her for years now. Uh, But if you don't already, please make sure that you do um, for all things witchy and astrology. I fucking love The Hood Witch's content. Um, And that's her Instagram handle, The Hood Witch. And I have have her linked in the show notes below. But very, very recently, she had a post and uh, one of the slides on the post had this quote. It says, higher self is just a fancy way of saying the part of you that knows the fuck better. <laughs> Which is so fucking true. And I really, really, really like thinking of it this way because it brings our higher self so much closer to us. If we think about that deep down part of us that knows the fuck better, when all of us reflect on that, all of us are able to go, hmm, that part of me is not nearly as far away as it feels. Higher self feels so far away, so distant in the future, right? We put ourselves on a pedestal when we think of our higher selves. But I want you to remember that when we do that, that's human judgment-based perfection. We don't even know what perfection is because it's a construct we technically invented. And so when we put our higher selves on that pedestal like that, it's, it's so hard to really connect with that energy when the truth is, is our higher self is just as much a part of us as our shadow parts of ourselves are. It's, it's, it's a it's simply a fractal of our being. It's so accessible all the time. 
all the time. They're right there. It's the part of you that just knows the fuck better. And I know that in almost every single micro decision, maybe not the big decisions, I get it, the big, scary, unfamiliar decisions, that's fine. But I would about guarantee that all those little tiny micro decisions, you know in an instant what you're supposed to do. And that's your higher self. And I want you to ask yourself in this full moon how often you listen to that and how often you ignore and bypass that. Okay? Stop shying away from yourself. Don't shy away from your higher self. And don't shy away from your manifestations. Hey, neighbor. I want to take a moment to thank our episode sponsor for today, the Goddess Provisions Monthly Subscription Box. Receiving this monthly box of magic has become such a favorite and sacred form of my self-care every single month, and I can't even forget to do it because it gets delivered right to my door. Every box is a specially curated theme, and all of the items regularly retail over $100 consistently. Plus, you're helping to support and find more small business and makers as well. You can get your box for just $33 a month plus free shipping in the U.S. Get yours today and support that witch podcast by using the link in our show notes below. This week for our numinous card, I pulled the Mars card for us because I think that talking about our actions and our our desires and our wants is really going to help us get into this strong and empowered place for this full moon. I think that this is going to really put us in a beautiful, beautiful headspace. So the Mars card in the numinous, the key, the main key word associated with Mars is action. Some of the other traits here on the card, um, which, God, I love this Mars card so much. I love the gold boxing gloves on here. Um, desire, impulses, courage, force, heat, strength, competition. All right. Mars is, this is a prominent fuel energy coming through right now. So let's see what the numinous book has to say about this card. Mars is a go-getter and a bit of a bully. The head chef in a heated kitchen and a conqueror of nations. The boss of your personal army and a bodybuilder flexing its muscles. Mars brings an abundance of physical energy to the task at hand and really, really, really wants to win. Ruler of the adrenals, Mars regulates the fight and flight impulse. In our charts, it shows what we are most passionate about, as well as how we channel our anger, what gets us riled up, and how we express the energy of conflict. Where there is injustice, it's the activist taking to the streets in protest, shouting for a shakeup of the status quo. Mars burns with desire, demands satisfaction, urges us to cut to the chase. In business, in our thinking, and in bed. Mars knows what it needs and isn't afraid to ask for it. It isn't afraid of much. Where Mars gets us into trouble is where wanting meets taking, with no buffer to cool our jets and take others' tender and vulnerable needs into account. When you pull this card, Mars is asking you to lean into a conflict rather than choosing to turn the other cheek. Remember, when there has been a transgression, anger is a valid response. Who is being harmed and how? What is wrong with this picture? Rather than lash out, 
distill the crude oil of your indignation into the petrol that fuels your passion. Arm yourself with the facts and take action to put things right, but from a place of righteousness rather than a need to win. Imagine you are the hero and that the dragon must be slain for the peace and prosperity of all. Journal prompt. Write down the name of somebody you have beef with, wish them well, and burn the paper. (laughs) Oh, that's perfect for this full moon too. What a perfect fucking Mars ritual for this full moon is that little journal prompt. I'll say it again. Write down the name of somebody you have beef with, wish them well, and burn the paper. Use that Mars fire to burn the paper. I really like that the Numinous brought in the theme of conflict and confrontation here. When I think of Mars, I immediately go to wants and desires and action, uh, which are all very, very prominent in Mars energy. But a very helpful reminder here is around how we respond to and react to conflict and confrontation and really the nature around ours and others' anger and rage. And so I think that taking this into that full moon is going to be extremely beneficial for helping to clear out that unnecessary mental clutter and baggage that we've been talking about. Uh, So definitely take those themes of conflict, honestly, conflict resolution. And, And how are you bringing that into your full moon release? Because holy blockages released when we when we uh, evaluate our conflict resolution strategies and optimize them, honestly. So I love this. I, I think this is a wonderful, wonderful note to leave everybody on, uh, especially at the end of that card. You can definitely check your email inbox for that Witch Gazette uh, for the picture of the Mars card today. It's really, I think... This would be a good one to screenshot and use that imagery in your ritual or use it as your phone background. Um, but I think that really making Mars a main, like Mars energy and themes, a key and main player during your full moon intentions um, for this last full moon of the calendar year, I think it is really, really going to launch us into that abundance and prosperity that we are truly seeking. Not that not that surface level abundance and prosperity, right? That's dangled in our faces, but I mean the real deep shit deep down that brings us fulfillment, success, and joy long-term, okay? All right, everybody, this was good energy for the full moon. I'm excited for this one. Um, I hope that you can feel that energy. I'm with all of you today and every day. Thank you so much for your time with me. I truly, truly appreciate it. I'm sending you all the magic and all the blessings of this full moon. And uh, make sure you stay safe. Uh, Make sure you have fun and stay magical out there. Hey, neighbor. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Moonday Musings. If you want to support the show further, make sure to check out the show notes below for some of the awesome companies that I am an affiliate for. You can also leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes and Spotify now. And the best way really to support That Witch Podcast is to share the show online on your social media platforms or just tell a friend that you think would enjoy it. If you want more cosmic magic, 
you can definitely join us in that witch school, my magical monthly membership with tons of additional content and a private online community. And don't forget to subscribe to my email list for more forecasts, energy, journal prompts, specials, and to stay up to date with everything going on in the neighborhood. <laughs>